We all have heard of the magic that dwells outside our comfort zones and the growth and the greatness that awaits us when we leave the walls we built around us. Fortunately, occasions to get a taste of that magic are everywhere. Hi everyone, it's Gall. Welcome back. And today we're going to comfortably talk about comfort zone. What is the true definition of the comfort zone? The comfort zone is a behavioral state within which a person operates in an anxiety neutral condition using a limited set of behaviors to deliver a steady level of performance, usually without a sense of risk. I'm sure many of us are familiar with the concept of the comfort zone. The term is used to describe a number of behaviors, activities, and situations which enables us to feel safe and at ease with minimal to no experience of stress. Initially, this experience may seem ideal. After all, the promise of the absence of stress does seem like a win-win. But unfortunately, the comfort zone can actually be fairly restrictive. As I mentioned earlier, that occasions to get a taste of that magic are everywhere. And that's from our daily lives to our professional settings to our cross-cultural encounters yet leaving the consolation of our comfort zone is not always easy thanks to you know the resistance that loyally guards our walls then there's the willful fear and the pesky dullness that lures us back to safety every time we poke our heads out of our little fortresses. But if fulfilling our personal and professional potentials is the reward for conquering resistance, then learning to step outside our comfort zones becomes a skill well worth acquiring. The thought of leaving our comfort zones can bring about just a scary image like diving into the very waters that made us break our walls in the first place. But as it turns out, it can be a bit easier too. We could start with, you know, dipping our toes first. Comfort zone to me has been such an up and down Slope, and I want to share my thoughts with you on it. I think that we as people just need to be more firm with ourselves and finding other ways to put ourselves out of our comfort zone because our day-to-day lives has been simplified a lot and has been made a lot more comfortable. So in order to grow and evolve as people, we need to find other ways to push ourselves out of our comfort zones. Let's say when you have an uncomfortable conversation with you need to have with a friend, 
more of us are used to having them online over text now, but having this conversation in person is so much more meaningful. What you're going to learn from that experience is so much more than just sending a text because you're reading their body language in person and having to come up with answers on the spot. There's no buffer with your cell phone where you can take hours to reply if you choose to. You have to be fully present and have that conversation in real time. Even small things like ordering or food now, you can avoid any conversation you want with the option of it being left outside your door rather than it being handed to you. There's literally a button for it now. With the pandemic, now even groceries are delivered to your door and becoming more and more normalized again, avoiding all conversations by choice. Obviously, the comparison is different from confronting a a friend in person than ordering food, but it's the fact that it takes mental and physical effort in a way that you deep down prefer not to have to do it. It takes willpower to accomplish an uncomfortable task. Me personally, I don't like going out of my comfort zone often. I think a lot of us want to accomplish something in the most, you know, efficient and painless way possible, but I know that there are also a lot of people who genuinely just enjoy and thrive off of a challenge. Like I know a lot of people who have a fear of height and they want to overcome that fear. And for me, I would want to overcome a different type of fear. I usually spend a lot of time at home and tend to always hang out with people I'm comfortable with and don't go outside of that. And all of that is by choice. But recently, I've been doing things a little differently and it happening unconsciously. To be honest, it's not like one day I woke up and I was like, oh, today I am stepping out of my comfort zone. And I think with certain choices, it's just, it just so happens that you want to try new things. Like recently I was asked by my school board to give a big presentation on the recent changes that's been happening in our education system, especially after COVID. Usually uh, they choose someone who's more experienced and who's been in the teaching field for a long time, but they wanted someone newer with a new perspective also because a lot of the changes that happened recently involved the internet and teaching online, <clears throat> which wasn't initially a part of the school system. I'm getting carried away now, but I'm just trying to paint a picture. Anyway, so 
on the day of, I have all these boards of directors in front of me and long-term teachers. And I did internally panic very much so. And I did want to walk away from it because even though I became really good at public speaking and I literally do this on a daily basis in class, it just gave me the anxiety feeling of doing presentations in grade nine all over again in high school, which I literally despise, by the way, doing. And in this case, I think it was just because the people in front of me just had way more experience than me and were probably not looking forward to learning from someone who just graduated a few years ago. (laughs) But I told myself I was doing this, not backing out, and it started off very shaky, and you could see the fear in my eyes too. They could totally tell. I didn't know what to do with my hands, like, and I don't usually think about this, like, who cares how you're holding your hands, but I'm a very expressive person, so I didn't just stand there in a, you know, classy way with my hands on my sides or whatever people do. I literally was talking with my hands at the same time. Like I shape, I was like shaping things with my hands. And at one point it looked like I was slicing something. Don't remember what I was talking about, but I do that the whole time. I always talk with my hands too, so that was my comfort level and that's what made me feel like myself and I really did forget about the audience but instead got really into what I was talking about, got so comfortable and I ended up making a lot of you know good points but also talking a lot more about mental health with kids and adolescents, how much it has increased over the last two years, which everyone ended up being so interested in. But the point is that walking out of it, I felt so good and accomplished. I hadn't felt that good in a really, really long time. I thought it was something... I wasn't that good at or even enjoyed, but that was really just my fear behind it. But after this, it made me feel like I wasn't bad at it and it made me feel so capable and accomplished. I'm usually so hard on myself. Like I've mentioned before, it's bad how... I have really high expectations for myself and the peaks are often hard to come by, but it's also because I don't challenge myself often or push myself out of my comfort zone or as much as I should in order to be reminded what I'm capable of. This experience made me realize that There are so many different things out there that I might possibly be good at that I don't even know yet 
about, it really gave me a boost of confidence in a big, big way because I felt really good about myself. I don't feel great and capable every day and that's fine. Again, I'm super hard on myself all the time. So for me to have felt that in a big way was huge. But I also know that that's, again, my brain telling me all that for me to continue to stay in my comfort zone because I know that familiarity is easy and it's easy to avoid discomfort. The outcome of this was really great. I learned so much about myself, you know, the questions asked and the way I handled the whole thing. I learned about all the other ways I can push myself in my life that makes me feel excited, that makes me feel inspired. I learned that the outcome of this was successful. I also wanted to touch base on the anxiety feeling we get. Sometimes we do need some type of anxiety feeling that sparks change or creativity. A lot of times we think that anxiety is bad and unhealthy, which too much of it can be, but a little bit of it can be interpreted as positive nerves. And the way to explore this positive anxiety feeling we get before something unfamiliar to us is to do more of it, explore it further and find new opportunities. So it's creating a direction with it rather than ruining an opportunity that can grow you. I often used to think that routine creates a level of comfort and liability that people see you as a reliable person whom you know follows a specific routine. It's a level of security that everyone craves, but there's so much more to that. This is why most people who get their degrees never want to learn another skill again or train their brains to discover millions of other things around them. I used to think exactly like this too. I'm sure every student out there has recited this phrase, I can't wait, you know, for graduation till I never have to open another book again. And a lot of people do go about life that way where we ignorantly think we know everything now, which is, again, so ignorant to so many other things we're capable of. In this case, we literally never get to experience whether our level of joy could increase, our level of performance could increase, uh, or our learning could increase. And when we stay in our comfort zone, it's like saying, I'm happy with all the set of skills I have because as we grow older, we're required to develop new skills. But we're never taught this. Instead, the norm is telling us to get a job and stick to that as long as we're serving in that one small niche in society. The thing is, when we protect ourselves from experiencing any sort of pain, we actually make ourselves more fragile. 
It's like the old story of the two families and their gardens. Like one family had a perfect lawn with a perfect garden. They watered it every day, took really good care of it. The other family next door, um, they watered their plants as well. You know, every opportunity they got, they would take care of it and water it. But again, they were not consistent with it every day. And one day there was a big storm and the next day they look at the garden and the family who took really good care of their garden, it was completely destroyed. And the other family who was not so consistent with it, watering the plants every day and their flowers, had some survivors with it. And this, the point of this story was that the plants that did survive it was because they adjusted to, you know, not getting watered every day or being taken care of every day. So there was just something really beautiful about that. So going back to it, are we setting ourselves up to be fragile by overprotecting ourselves by certain types of pain? Where are we staying in our comfort zone, which is restricting us from growth? Where are we staying limited in the comfort zone that is blocking us from achieving our potential? I think so many of the statuses or roles we take on in life are limited by our current perception of ourselves, but our current perception could be trapped by our comfort zone. This is this very term itself is by psychologist Robert Yerkes and John Dotson, who explains that a taste of relative comfort creates a steady level of performance in order to maximize performance. However, we need a state of relative anxiety, a, a space where our stress levels are slightly higher than normal. This space is called the optimal anxiety, and it's just outside our comfort zone. Staying in your comfort zone can result in a consistent, steady performance, but by stepping out of it into a new and challenging task, you can reach your optimal performance, which is what he describes it as. If we take a minute and think about it, it's true that we do achieve by stepping out of our safe bubble and gaining new experiences. Now, optimal anxiety. Optimal anxiety is that place where your mental productivity and performance rate, their peak, still increased performance and enhanced productivity just sounds like do more stuff. What do you really get when you're willing to step out of your comfort zone? Now, there are a lot of things that we can tap into with this, but the most interesting one to me was that with optimal anxiety, you find it easier to brainstorm and harness your creativity. This is a soft benefit, it's a small one, but it's common knowledge that seeking new experiences, learning new skills, and opening the door to new ideas inspire us and educate us in a way that little else does. Trying new things can make us reflect on our old ideas and where they clash with our new knowledge and inspire us to learn 
more and challenge confirmation bias, our tendency to only seek out the information we already agree with, even in the short term. A positively uncomfortable experience can help us brainstorm, see old problems in a new light, and tackle the challenges we face with new energy. Like the example I gave earlier with um, with me thinking that I'm never going to open another book after university. Meanwhile, I love reading now just the right books that I'm, I'm actually interested in. And stepping out of my comfort zone doesn't have to be, um, you know, to be to go and climb a mountain tomorrow. Even small things that were big for me, like taking myself out to dinner or going for an experience, even if that's just by myself and actually enjoying it. Because for me, I used to never do things alone. I would even get frustrated if my friends didn't want to do the things that I wanted to do at the moment. There's overall a sense of self-improvement you get through the skills you're learning, um, the new foods you're trying, the new country you're visiting, and the new job you're interviewing for, no matter what it is. Sometimes stepping out of your comfort zone can be unpleasant too if you know that it's beneficial for you in the long run. I personally have made a lot of uncomfortable choices, even leaving people behind whom I thought I like no longer served me in the ways that were good for me and my well-being. And that's definitely not a comfortable situation to be in. Humans are creatures of comfort. Our comfort zone is our natural state, a place where stress and anxiety are minimal, where we know that like what's coming next and can plan accordingly. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with being in your comfort zone unless you get too comfortable and start holding yourself back instead of challenging yourself to learn, grow, and try new things. So going back to the unpleasant part of your comfort zone, I recently went to you know, an event that I didn't really want to go to. But I did because I wanted to try it out and I hadn't been to an event similar to that before. So anyway, getting there was easy and I met a few new people as well. But I just knew I wasn't on the same wavelength as everyone else there. And that made me so uncomfortable. But I stayed there anyway because a few of the people I met um, were like, oh, you know, you should stay. Um there's going to be this and this going on. And I know that at the end of the day, they would have been completely fine with me leaving. Um, but the yes man in me had to stay as long as I did. But I did learn the kind of environment that I didn't want to be at. Sometimes people rave about something and you want to be a part of it. But you don't know until you try it. So my point is that you don't know that you're either going to love it or hate it, but you always end up learning something from that experience. At the end of the day, you gain the confidence that you're able to try something no matter what the outcome may be. 
you're always left with a lesson, whether it's a big or small. Um, and I love that about it. And I'm not saying that I'm going to take any and every opportunity that comes my way. You really just have to choose and make sense of what you want and what makes sense for you. It's going to be different for everybody. Even so, your comfort zone is neither a good nor a bad thing. It's a natural state that most people trend towards. Leaving it means increased risk and anxiety, which can have positive and negative results. And don't demonize your comfort zone as something holding you back. We all need that headspace where we're least anxious and stressed so we can process the benefits we get when we leave it. And that's it for today's topic. I hope that you gain some new perspectives on it. Thank you so much for listening to me again. And don't forget to DM me on my podcast Instagram to ask me if there are any new topics you want me to cover. I'll talk to you soon. 